What's up, guys? Welcome to Enjoy the Sass. My name's Faith, and I'm the host of this podcast, and I'm so excited to have you here with me today. For you to spend any of your time with us, it means the absolute world. I'll continue to say it forever and ever. So thank you so, so much. It truly means the world to me. If you're new here, this is a podcast where we talk about all things faith, family, music, movies, and just about everything in between. Like I said, my name's Faith, and you can find me on the socials, especially on Instagram. That's kind of where I do my main posting at Enjoy the Sass. Super easy. My website, you can also go check out where I post episodes of the podcast, pictures of guests, little notes about each episode, as well as you can get my social media wherever you like to listen to podcasts. There's probably a link to it there as well. We're always building out the website. So if there's anything that's missing that you want to see, send me a note, either an email hosted enjoythesass.com, a DM through my Instagram. Again, it's at enjoythesass, or you can send me a text or call me at the phone number that's on the website. So go check that out. The Instagram and the website are the best ways to keep in touch with me. So you don't want to miss out on anything coming up because we're working on planning some new things. This is our third year. So we've got to, we've got to step it up. We're working on building out the website more and more and having on some really awesome guests coming up. So stay tuned for everything to come. And you guys, this episode of the podcast, I'm really excited. We're trying out Squadcast again. Um, not sponsored, but maybe one day. And we're going to see how it works. You know my episode with Kelly. We had a few little technical difficulties, but we're working through those this time. So my guest this episode is Angela Blair. She is a friend I met at church, a new friend that I'm really excited to be getting to know because she has really awesome things that she's involved with and that I know her story is going to reach some of you guys and mean a lot. So I'm excited to hear more about her story. Like I said, I'm still getting to know her. And every time we talk, I feel like I learned something new. So I'm really excited for this episode. Grab some coffee or some tea or whatever your prerogative. Sit back and enjoy my conversation with Angela. I just know it's going to be a good one. We'll see you guys on the other side. All right, guys. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited. I already gave you all just like a snippet of an intro on my guests for this episode, but I'm really excited to welcome my friend Angela to the podcast. Hi, Angela. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited to have you. So why don't you just go ahead and give our listeners like the rundown. Who's Angela? Tell us all about yourself. Dang. Well, I'm getting used to saying Angela Blair because I'm a newlywed and my maiden name was Zatapec. So there is a God because life is a lot simpler now (laughs) going from Zatapec to Blair. Yes, you moved far up. But amazing. a lot of things. Sometimes I feel like I'm the person with the jacket that opens it and I have watches and this and that, like all these things for sale, right? I'm just doing so many things. But if I, I had to it. sum it up, I'd say I am, um, I work in media and I'm working on a really cool docu-series on the hookup culture. And I also have a podcast show launching this fall called all strings attached. And I also have a jewelry line. My business partner is the widow of Chris Kyle, the American sniper. So that movie just portrayed their story. And we have a really cool line that mixes fashion and faith. So we do some jewelry and some segments for that. So kind of just got my hands in a few different things here. So entrepreneur. I love it. it. 
It's that's the perfect title. I love that. And survivor right? of the jungle so, of dating. Survivor. Hey, I should, I should say that. that <laughs> listen, you are my first guest to like have such a cool dating story you know, journey to marriage and stuff. So I think the first thing, like when we connected was like, oh, you have a podcast. I'm starting a podcast. Oh my gosh. Like here's all these things that you're doing and I'm doing. And we both kind of work in media a little bit. You know, you're definitely more in it than I am these days, which is so cool. So um, I think it's really awesome that you're here and we can use my platform to talk about your platform, because like you said, you've got a lot of things going on. So we'll just like, let's just start. Um, you said you're a newlywed. So like, what has that journey yes. been like? We'll start there and we'll just kind of go, go all over the place. Yeah. Well, I feel like I, you know, if I had to describe my single days, it would be like sex in the city, but no sex in the city, right? So I <laughs> kind of lived in LA, New York, DC with my media career. And I was always in these very Cosmo places where I definitely had a hard time finding guys that really kind of had the same values as I did. So mm, yeah. long story short, really my testimony is I grew up in Texas. So I did grow up in the South in a Christian home. But I experienced divorce. You know, my parents mm -hmm. got divorced when I was young. It was super painful. And I think between my faith and watching what happened between my parents, I just made the decision when I was young, like, hey, I want to wait for marriage, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah. I never knew, though, I would like publicly have that be, I, say that or talk about it. But uh, after I went to a college at University of Texas and after I was approached by these casting directors and they were like, Hey, would you do a reality dating show? And I was like, absolutely not. And they were like, <laughs> well, are you single? And I was like, yes. And they were like, no, no, no. It's a new show. Like Eva Longoria is a producer. It's in, it's going to be on NBC. Like just come hear us out. It's going to be like the bachelor 2.0 essentially is what they said. So I'm oh. this girl that just graduated college thinking, what am I going to do with my life? And I was like, oh, a free trip to LA and maybe love. Okay. I'll just go, <laughs> right? Like I'll just go yeah. see what this is about. So I go to Los Angeles and any reality show, like any show you see on TV, they do the same casting process. You mm -hmm. literally go through medical tests. They get a psych test. I mean, they, they vet you out. And so I'm going wow. through the three, three days of this. Right. And they want to know, are you crazy? Wow. Like, do you have herpes? Like they want to <laughs> know everything. Right. Man. And so the final stage. Yeah. So the final stage though, is kind of the interview with the executive producers. So I walk into this room and they're like, what's important to you? Like, what are you looking for in a guy? And I was like, well, I'm uh, you know, I'm, my faith is a big part of my life and I really love a guy that respects my morals. He doesn't have to be a virgin too. Cause I mm. realize it's, you know, where we are at in this world, but like if he would respect right. my values and decision to wait and they're like, yeah, what? Like, hold on. <laughs> like you went right. to UT Austin, one of the biggest party schools ever. Like you've hold on. Have yes, so have you dated? before and I was like yeah and they were just like <laughs> what the heck like that's crazy and so I leave yeah. that interview and I'm like wow definitely not gonna get the call you know but I did a week yeah. later they yeah. were like hey we'd love for you to be on the show so long story short I went on 
And I ended up being the girl that like the guy picked. Like he proposed to me in the end. And obviously that really wow. wasn't real. And it felt very forced. I could talk for a mm. while about that, but I'll just make that part short because really I see now looking back, like God used that experience because I got interviewed after the show. I was called Ready for Love. And it was just, they've only done one season and it was ours, but. You know, they didn't, wow. no one cared about, yeah, no one cared about the show when I got interviewed. Mm. Like they literally mm-hmm. just wanted to say, how do you date and wait? Like, how do you do that? Mm. Wow. And yeah. like, what are your, what are your boundaries? Like, how do you tell a guy like all that? And so all of a sudden I'm like this girl that's never talked about this. And it's just like thrown out there. Right. And just to the wolves wow. essentially. And so That is actually, though, I guess, you know, I guess I found love from that show because years later, my husband, Carson, saw an interview of me talking about this and just my test, my decision and all that. And he reached out to me Mm -hmm. on Instagram and because he also made that same decision to wait. And so he was like, oh my gosh, like I totally get where she's at. And so I guess I found love from the show. It's just super unconventional. Um, but you know, that really started kind of the craziness through my twenties. And I, I look back and I just learned so much. I think I gave my heart away so fast when I was younger. And even if Mm -hmm. I'd meet a guy in church, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, Oh my gosh, a Christian guy. Like, yes. (laughs) And it's like, wait, you're getting getting married for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. um, Yeah. So it's cool to just kind of look back and, and see, the journey, but now I have such a heart now that I am married mm. and I've ex- like, everyone's like, was it worth it? <laughs> like, was right. it worth waiting? Right. You know? And everyone, like all my girlfriends are so funny. Like after our honeymoon, they're like, well, cause like everyone knows <laughs> like yep, we both yep. waited and I just wish like I could just get the message out to the masses. Like, yes, it is worth the wait. Like I love to, that. to just like, have that purity and like your mind is clear like you're like Mm. literally oh my gosh like we have this with each other it is just so priceless and that's amazing I would encourage anyone like even if you have had a past and like you're not a virgin like even just recommitting and knowing like Mm. hey I actually like stopped and I waited because I wanted to wait for you and I um and so it's just like I totally I totally think it's the most underrated decision. Like people, I don't get why it's so weird. I'm just like, it's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, that's amazing. Wow. That was kind of a long answer. (laughs) No, I love that. I love hearing your heart because obviously like when we talked initially and like we met, you know, I had heard just like a little snippet of your story. So just hearing your heart behind it, I think is so important. And we were talking um, the other day about an opportunity you had to speak to like young women, Mm -hmm. teenagers really about just, you know, life and all of that. And I think it's so important to use any platform that you get to, you know, share that positive message of it is okay to wait. It is okay. You know, like there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing weird. The stigma no. that's behind it is so negative and it just, it breaks my heart for these young girls. Like I feel like they're my little sisters, you know, like the girls that yeah. I've gotten the to mentor and to meet at church and stuff. Like, I feel like they're like my little sisters, you know, and 
Yes. It breaks my heart to hear this like hookup culture that we live in mm-hmm. be so dominant in everything, in everything. Yeah. So I'm, I love that you, that is a huge part of your message and a huge part of your testimony because it's very rare to hear and, you know, it's, it's important to put it out there. So thank you for yeah. sharing that. I, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I love in that. my, in my intro of my podcast show, cause I do talk about, you know, mm-hmm. we, we see a lot out there about the other kind of side, right? Like being yeah. super sexy and like posting bikini shots, every other picture, right. like, and that's their decision. Right. But I, I feel like, like, in my intro of my podcast, I, it's so funny. I'm like, most people picture a girl waiting, like as if you're in a bubble with like a bonnet on your head. Like you can be a modern day woman. And I actually think that's like a very empowering choice is to say like, I'm, I'm going to wait and make sure this dude is going to protect my <laughs> right. heart, you know? Right. So, right. um, anyways, I, I'm on my soapbox, but no, I'm super, super passionate about this because yeah. for the last 15 years, I guess you could say, I've had the most awful things said to me, mm. said about me, written about me, all made fun of. Like, I, and you know what? Just because I believe in God and obviously have a relationship through my faith it still doesn't make moments easy all the time. You know, like we're human and I have moments of doubt. Like, am I crazy? And Carson Mm -hmm. did too. Like he he was like, all right, if I hit 30 and I still don't meet someone, like I'm just going to give it, look, we both struggled at times, but I think we both had kind of like the, the, yeah, I think we had like the bigger, just kind of that hope still underneath it all. So, right. Right. Obviously, we're both really thankful. I'm glad I met him before he turned 30. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So he was how give up. You, <laughs> I love it. So you said yeah. he sent you a message on Instagram. That's how y'all met. Yeah. And he's if you find Carson on Instagram, he literally follows like 15 people and posted a photo last like <laughs> five years ago. He is not on social media, <laughs> but he wow. sent me a that DM and I didn't it for two years like it went in the message oh, request wow. folder you know that oh, little wow. side folder uh-huh and I and was back living in the in day that City. wasn't like a huge thing yeah and so I was living in New York and my friend was like hey there's this message request folder and we we're just like up like talking and I clicked uh-huh. it and I was like scrolling and I saw his picture and I was like who is that he is cute. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. I love that. It was like super professional. He's just like, hello, Angela. I see that we have <laughs> the seemingly rare beliefs that we both agree on. Like, I didn't know what he was talking about. I was like, you're just <laughs> like a job interview. <laughs> yeah. I was like, who is this guy? He's like, I'd love to take you to coffee sometime. And then, and then I looked at it and it, the, the date was two years old. And so I was like, oh wow. my gosh, this guy's probably like married or engaged or something. But I wrote him <laughs> back and I was like, sorry, just got to this. Um, would love to meet you sometime. Like, and then we just kind of went from there and we met in Dallas about four months later. So wow, Instagram, so thank you, Instagram. Wow, wow that's amazing. 
That's so crazy. So yeah. from when y'all met in person to when you got married, how or engaged, how long was that? Yeah. So it's interesting because I think the way that Hollywood portrays when you meet that person, fireworks right. go off and yeah. you're like, I just know. And and that happens for a lot of people. But for us, it didn't really happen like that. So yeah. I, and that's all me, like totally, like I met Carson and he told me the first, on our first date, like I reached out to you because I also made that decision. And he kind of waited till the end of the date to say that. And I was mm-hmm. absolutely shocked because he played professional baseball for so, he wow. played for 11 years and he's, he's very handsome. And I was like, no, a baseball player. Like I know that life, like Mm -hmm. athletes and the temptations and the parties. And so when I first met Carson, I had my guard up so much with him and Mm. I had been in some previous relationships where it just, I was completely blindsided to be honest. And it was really, really painful for me. This was after the show. Um, really just one relationship after the show that, I mean, him and I had talked about getting married and I don't want to wow. sound like the girl that's been engaged 10 times. Cause I really <laughs> don't count the show, but yeah. you know, I had been through some stuff where I really had to learn first, get to know them and then decide if you want to date. And so when I yeah. met Carson, I was trying to be so intentional and I was like, look, I just want to be friends. So yeah. for the first like seven months, he was just like, if we were in that awkward undefined stage, but we kind of uh-huh. acted like boyfriend and girlfriend, but not really at the same time. And so finally at like seven months, he's like, okay, is this going anywhere? Cause like, I'm ready to commit to you. And I prayed about it. And I was like, he's like, are you waiting for me to do something weird? And I was like, yes, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm waiting just for something. Right. But wow. I just felt like a piece about it. And I just decided, you know what? All right, let's let's be official. And so then wow. it was like seven months after that we were engaged. But okay. I think that I did a lot of journaling during that time and like yeah. truly going to God's word about like what is love and mm-hmm. really seeing those qualities in Carson. And I think 20-year-old Angela used to say, are they fun? Are they cute? Do they love God? But 30-year-old Angela was saying, what kind of father are you going to be? Or, you know, how do you handle conflict? Like, how do you communicate? Like, like, I just feel like my lens was so different. Just it morphed, right? And I think we all grow up at different times. But so we weren't like immediate, but he was patient with me. So, um, but yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. So like a year. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's, you know, <laughs> that's not like a, for, not an eternity or anything. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. It wasn't, I it wasn't the, too long. Yeah. I love that. And I love that story. And then we plan that's our perfect. wedding and then a yep. pandemic hits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so it's like really that's a story for a lot of people. Sadly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But it, it worked out. We got married. Of course. So that's good. There you go. I love it. I love it. What is, um, you said you really like went to the word and like, we're praying a lot about what love looks like and you know, what that whole, like 
the idea of even dating and pursuing a relationship, what is like your biggest, I don't want to say takeaway, but like what's your favorite lesson that you, you and the Lord like learned through that process of deciding to date Carson and, um, and even like pursuing that relationship? Yeah, that's a good question. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's a really good question. The biggest lesson I learned through that, I think, to be honest, and I I really hope this doesn't come off superficial or shallow, no. but I think appreciating the simple things. I think mm-hmm. I was really distracted by the super fun or super cute or super like outgoing um, personality type that just attracted me because I'm very extroverted and I like to travel and, and do so. I'd always be kind of attracted to that surface level kind of stuff. And honestly, that's kind of a, sometimes that's a red flag with, with guys that maybe aren't the safest to give your heart to the, the charmers, the looker, you know, you're like, hold on. Um, and I think like literally the simpleness of like, even just staying home like all weekend and just hanging out and like not having to go do a million things like for some that started to show me like he was confident in himself and like didn't need all that just extra stuff Mm. right or try to impress like he knew he who he was and that started to make me just really see him like wow this is like a man like this is a leader and um, you know, one thing I really prayed for and who I marry is that he would have a kingdom mindset and mm, yeah. not be like so um distracted by just kind of stuff of the world in a sense, right? And right. So I and I started to see that in him. And he mm. he just he thinks differently, you know. And so yeah. I think like being okay with and I don't know if you've done the Enneagram. Have you done the Enneagram? Yeah. Okay. So oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm a seven. And so Carson's uh-huh. a five. And okay. he very much balances me out in a good way. Yeah. And so yeah. I think that lesson of, you know, and he actually, when we were dating, he sent me this exercise. It's called self-authoring. And you kind of mm-hmm. work backwards. Like it asks you a question like, what do you basically kind of presses you to say, what do you want in life? And so I did this mm. exercise and I was like, I want to be married. I want to be a mom eventually. Like, and so I was like, whoa, like I need to make decisions, right. That are smart for, for getting me there and not just chase yeah. social stuff or chase this or that. And so, um, I think that was probably just the, the simplicity I yeah. found myself actually, I found it very endearing in him. I love that. I love that. I think that that reflects so beautifully on our relationship with the Lord. At least for me this past like year, year and a half, like that's been the hugest thing that the Lord and I are going through is like just the simple stuff, like just remembering that I can trust him, you know, that the Lord loves me so much, you know? So I think that that's yeah. a beautiful thing to um, to take into looking at a relationship and looking at the future of it. I, I think that's beautiful. I love that we can parallel. Yeah, of course. I love that we can parallel 
you know, such a beautiful thing that marriage and relationship is that the Lord created to our relationship with him. And he does it all through the Bible. Right. So I love that. That's so just so beautiful and so hopeful for those of us who are still out here, you know, waiting on the Lord for the right one. So that's amazing. I love that so much. Yeah. And I'm, thank you for saying that. And I think too, for just people that are still single and on that journey, I also think, I don't know why singleness also has this, like, you can't be fully living out your purpose and calling in that stage too. And cause I look at my singleness and I'm like, Whoa, I did so many amazing things and like grew personally. And I think embracing that season is just Mm -hmm. such an awesome thing as well. So if you are single, it's not like a scarlet letter. Like I feel like people are like, I, I I need my person. It's like, yeah, we all crave that. But yeah, I think singleness, like everyone has their timing for a reason. And I thought I was ready for the longest time, but I wasn't. And it, yeah. it, it all happened when it was supposed to in my 30s. So exactly. I'm, I'm 34 and we're talking about starting a family. If you're 35, I just learned it's called a geriatric pregnancy. <laughs> like, are you serious? So geriatric? Like, really? You're like, I'm young. Yeah. That's so crazy. I don't know why labels make us feel like we have to just like, I don't know. Anyways, I just had to share that random fact. No, that's crazy. That is, I love, I love learning those random facts. That's good to know. It's really good Good to know. know. Yeah. I love it. Um, so you talked a little bit about in the beginning, your podcast. So let's kind of shift gears Mm. and talk about that. What, so your podcast is called, it's called all strings attached. Okay. Yes. And when does it come out? It comes out, it should be out the last week of October or just beginning of November. Yeah. So it's going to be during cuff season, which I did Uh not know what cuff season meant until recently. Tell us what that is. Okay. All right. Cuff season. I got to pull this up here because I don't want to butcher it, but it's actually hilarious slash not, but (laughs) okay, here it is. (laughs) Cuff season refers to a period of time where single people begin to look for short-term partnerships to pass the colder months of the year. Cuffing season usually begins in October, and it lasts until just after Valentine's Day. Oh, wow. So apparently, cuff cuff season schedule is, all right, August 1st through the 31st, we've got scouting going on, okay? September 1st through the 30th, we've got drafting. And October 1st through 31st, we've got tryouts. So we got tryouts coming up. People are going to be like, it's oh, the holidays, okay. I need a boo, you know, and then Valentine's yeah. Day hits and yeah. they're like, oh, wait, I don't want to. Okay, we're done. And now it's like, <laughs> we're done. <freedom. laughs> on to the on to single season for the spring and summer and then back to Yeah. It. That sounds exhausting. I know, right? To be honest. Yeah. Wow. So coming. Yeah. Season. I've never yeah. experienced this. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so I, I know very interesting. Out during that. Yeah. That's yeah, so yeah. crazy. Wow. <laughs> wow. So it's kind Nuts. of like a scientific look at the psychology of love and dating. And it's not a Christian show, so to speak, but it does point to God's design through science, which I think is yes. super cool. Cause like, oh, yeah, I love why that. do we want to like, why does God say something like why? 
like why? Like I think it's good for right. us to question and and explore. So mm-hmm. super excited to have some experts on and yeah, just like talk about technology now and how does this all this changes the game our world is changing so much that I think it's like how can we have digital boundaries and relationships and like successful friendships too like how do we live in this digital age so it's super interesting for it's not really my show I'm just kind of like asking the questions right and letting these incredibly brilliant scientists and psychologists just share their findings to help us That's all, so right? Cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to listen. I mean, shoot, I could use Yay. some help in all of those areas. So I'm excited to listen. I'm assuming it'll be out on all the podcast platforms. Yes, it will. Yeah, yes. so you'll be able to find it. I'm a, in the is. Will it be in like the science category, or will it be That's, more in like the relationships and love category, or maybe I, both? Maybe you can find yeah. it in both. Maybe both. That's a great question. I am not sure on that one. I mean, but I guess all it, it could attached. really go in both. <laughs> yeah. All strings attached. Okay. I love it. How did, well, obviously like the name is pretty clear, but like, I always like to know people ask me all the time how I came up with the name of my podcast. So how did y'all come up with the name all strings attached? Yeah. So originally it was going to be called sex, all strings attached, but then I decided Ooh, I don't want to limit you. it. I know I didn't want to limit it to just that, to just yeah. sex. Um, but I had just watched the social dilemma documentary. Have you seen this? Uh-huh. Yes. Mind yeah. blowing. And yeah, pretty crazy. I, I walked away from that and I, you know, I, I, it's kind of a long story how I met all these different scientists and psychologists, but mm-hmm. I've been learning just how, how the hookup culture has evolved, how we've gotten here today and yeah. kind of our, just the landscape of the world right now. So many people are being duped to think it's no big deal and it's just right. whatever. It's just a fling. I'm just having fun. You know, there's even a movie out called No Strings Attached with yep. Ashton Kutcher, you know, about they're like, hey, let's hook up and just have fun. And yeah. I just watched A Social Dilemma and that is like, hey, our world has been duped with social media, right? Like we need to realize this. And I think the same thing has honestly happened with love and relationships and sex. I think it's really kind of gotten out of a healthy place in a lot of ways. And just, and this isn't, obviously it's my opinion, but like this is coming from the, the science I've learned through these doctors. And now they're able to look at our brains, brain scans, the psychology of it all, and really kind of show us the impact of like, say someone has a relationship with someone for a long time versus, you know, a guy that's like with a new chick every weekend. Like it's, you even can see like wow. differences in wow. the brain. And so it's like, no, like this is wow. like the decisions we make are all strings attached, you know? And so it's really kind of, wow, that's, that was okay. kind of how I was like, whoa, we need to like do a social dilemma version of like this hookup culture and the jungle of dating. Cause it's real. Yeah, that's so good. Wow, I need that's so Beyonce good. I'm, I'm a survivor. <laughs> yes, I love it. That's so good. No, I'm so excited to listen. Um, are you so just to like get nerdy about podcasting for a second? Um, are you recording? Like my listeners know I'm very like low tech when it comes to this whole thing. I'm literally in my closet 
Um, so most of the time I'm recording my podcast on the floor of my closet, but I'm pretty sure I saw a cool Instagram story that you did of recording your first episode and you were like all official in a studio and stuff. So how's that process been? Yeah. So I'm super blessed to have an amazing team behind me for this. It's a production company called soul shop. Actually, Mm. these guys are from New York city and Israel and they have a huge heart for faith and media and they see the impact that it makes just like your show. Like you're probably, it's so cool how media works is like, you probably impact so many people and you don't even fully know everybody. Right. And so they were like, Hey, we want to, we love your message. And they're all like family guys. And they, I think they even have daughters, right? So they have a heart for for this. And so they yeah. just come behind me and um, like supporting me with production and a producer and just help kind of having it all come together. So they are making sure though that That's it sounds so cool. good. And I don't know though, I might need some <laughs> yes, tips you from you because like you. I'm new at this. So we'll see. You know? You know, yeah, we'll we'll talk offline about all all things podcast, yes, but please. it is so fun. I'm so excited for you to you. do your podcast, and obviously, um, we'll put we'll put the um, you have a website, right? It's or like not a sign up for yet. more. Things? Yes, you can go okay. find my Instagram, and I have a link in my bio where you can sign up. Link awesome. in bio. I'll put her Instagram. <laughs> Lincoln bio. I know we, we love that. too. <laughs> I've heard that. Um, Lincoln bio. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's the only way. It's the only way till one day I'll have the swipe up and then I can say swipe up, but not yet. It's coming. It's coming. Um, so Angela, the other thing that we were talking about was your jewelry line. So tell me all about that. What, what is it? What's it called? How did you get involved with, um, her name is Tara, right? Taya. Taya. Okay. I'm so yes. sorry. How did you no, get involved okay. with Taya? How did y'all start this? Tell me all the things. Yes. So I have two different collections and I started one before I met Taya. It's called Elevari, which is mm-hmm. Latin and it means to elevate. Okay. And our whole theme is fashion your faith. So I grew up wearing like a James Avery ring and always wore like a promise ring. And then I thought one day, whoa, what if we could bring symbols from the Bible to life through jewelry and like create a cool like fashion line. So I started Elevari and super cute, like for girls and ladies too, but um, rings and, and necklaces and earrings and bracelets and I, I've done like pop-ups and I have my online online store. Okay. And my vision has been to, you know, create other pieces with women of faith that have platforms or like really incredible stories and help give them really jewelry is like, can be like a ministry tool. You know, when you Absolutely. wear it, it says something about what you stand for. And so I met Taya and it was just kind of like that instant kind of sister connection and she was like, I love this. And like, I was just blown away with her story of, you know, her husband's murdered. She's a single mom overnight and has these two kids and she's just been through so much. And I was just like, wow, I really think we should create a collection together. And so our collection together is called warrior collections. Mm. And our whole theme is like, there's a warrior within each of us. And Chris, her husband was known as a warrior on the battlefield 
but like all of us have battles in life. Like we all go through yeah. things. And so we, we actually got in trouble because we said the word badass one time, but we were like, <laughs> this is badass. And like this yeah. woman was like, I can't believe you'd say that for a Christian brand. And we're like, Oh, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Like, but <laughs> we are trying to evoke, like, I think that warrior side of yeah. like, yeah. as a person of faith, like, I'm sorry, yeah. but you are like a badass. Can I say yeah. that? I don't know. Beat yeah. me out. Oh, yeah. But no, that's no. all I say. I don't say any other bad ones. But yeah. like, no, I'm just. No, that's like, awesome. We, we want, yeah, we want to just people to like remember the strength of God's word and like yeah. use like his, like his spirit is in us. Like that truly, yeah. like we're warriors. And yeah. so when we have life's battles, we really just want to evoke that warrior spirit. Mm. and remind people of that. So it's been super fun. We launched last year on Memorial Day in honor of her husband, Chris. Mm. And, you know, he was a SEAL, Navy SEAL, and they go through a training, every Navy SEAL. And your training class is called a BUDS class. And Mm. there was 244 guys that year in his BUDS class. So we launched on Memorial Day in honor of Chris with only 244 necklaces. So we like hand signed each, or she did, she signed it and, um, you know, wrote a little letter and it was just really meaningful. And I think it's given us the opportunity to connect with so many incredible people with like really hard things they've gone through and just kind of growing this like warrior community. So yeah. So I have like Elevari, which is very, you know, a lot of like college girls and moms and their daughters. And then we're collections. We have stuff for guys. Our pastor, Chris, wears a necklace. Um, that's one of ours. And it's just cool to that. see. It's just cool to see like d- people of all different walks. Like, yeah. Like, oh, I'm a warrior. I it's love like, yeah. that. Yeah. I love that. That's so amazing. So how can people find it aside from in the link in your bio? You have a website for this, right? <laughs> yes, I do. I have... So it's warriorcollections.com. Uh-huh. Perfect. Or the other one is elevarijewelry.com. Okay. And elevari is spelled like elevate, but with an R. E-L-E-V-A-R-E. Elevari Perfect. jewelry. Perfect. Those yeah. links, as you all know, will be in the notes so that you can go and get yourself some stuff. There, It's so beautiful. It's on my my wish list of things to buy when I, you know, the funds you got to have <laughs> the fun. And I think it's like a great gift too. Oh yes. For yes I was someone going for through too. somebody like Taya is actually with someone that's battling cancer right now. So wow. sad. And she was like, I got her a piece. And it's just like, it's crazy how these little things can just, oh yeah, just a, you know, we're, we got to give hope to each other. Yes. Encouragement. Yeah. yeah. So good. I love that. I'm so excited for yeah. that. Um, that piece of things. Um, what is your favorite thing? Obviously, like it's super impactful and super empowering what you're doing with your jewelry line. But what's your favorite thing that you've gotten to experience through like that side of business? I think, honestly, the the customer stories have been mm-hmm. the most impactful, you know, with Elevari. That I started that as my first baby, if you will. That's really yeah. the genesis of all this. And a woman wrote in and said, my husband died three years ago and I haven't found, I haven't been able to take my ring off. 
Wow. But now I feel like I, I, I feel like it's time and I feel like I'm gonna replace that ring with an Elevari ring because my my symbol is the Christian fish within a heart. Yeah. Yeah. And so she was like, I think I'm ready. And she like posted this and she's like, wow. I'm now wearing this on my ring finger. And like, I felt so humbled. I was like, oh my gosh, like oh. that is, wow. Like yeah, that just incredible. meant, that was just so beautiful and like oh. worth it, you know? And then I just, yeah. I just actually shipped a guy. He bought a necklace for his wife. I have really cute bar pennants that say bold in faith. And they live in New Delhi, India, and wow. she is a nurse. And he's like, my wife needs strength, you know, because wow. through COVID. And so I just think like being able, being able to connect to people mm. through the jewelry is really more what I'm passionate about than like yeah. jewelry itself. But it's just yeah. like so cool to see, you know, oh, the stories so and stuff. I yeah. love that. Wow. That's, oh man, that's, I could, I was like, getting emotional just that's so beautiful I think that regardless of what it is the people are always the most important part right you know for whoever, sure however whether it's a podcast whether it's going on a tv show and like hearing people's I mean even just like your story of waiting until marriage like obviously it's it's not common but it's something that I mean, I relate to it. Other people can relate to it, you know, and even if it's just like that quote, simple thing that someone can find in your story and relate to that will make a difference in their day or in their life. Like, I think that's so, so powerful. So I, I, it blows me away. All the things that you're doing, it's pretty amazing. Um, oh, and I'm, I'm honored to know you and like to get to watch your, um, your story unfold. And, um, it's just so cool to, to get to be a small like little piece of you know seeing your life come come to pass so yeah I'm well I love I love how we met and I, I felt know. like it was an instant connection you're like I, I have a podcast and I was yeah. like oh my gosh and you're just you have such an amazing spirit and I'm curious how did you get the name of your show <laughs> so I'm gonna put I was, you on the spot. I need to know. No, I know. We're flipping this flipping it around. Um, so I was helping my best friend Allie and Josh, who helped me start this podcast. Um, I was helping them plan their wedding, uh, which is something I love to do. Um, I love to plan events. And uh I sent them this list of stuff, like things to do before, you know, as we're planning. I was out of state for a bit of the time that we were planning their wedding. And so I sent I was sending them lists like you need to do this, you need to do this, da 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 da. And I my tone when I write anything is like pretty sarcastic and like kind of sassy. Um, kind of like if I was talking to them in person. And so at the end of it, I was like, okay, here's your list, enjoy the sass and I love you or something like that. Like it's it, amazing. I literally said the phrase, enjoy the sass. And this was when like Twitter was like a bigger thing that it is now. I don't think I've logged into Twitter in like, I don't know, a year, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I, it used to be yeah. like the thing. So I turned, I like put enjoy the sass in my Twitter um, like bio thing. And we were like, that's it. That's the thing. That's what your podcast should be called. Um, and so as we started developing the podcast, like part of my sign off was like, okay, enjoy the sass. Bye. You know, like we we're figuring I out. I love it. Yeah. And so um, now it's just kind of 
kind of become a thing. One day I'll be able to trademark it. I haven't quite figured out how to do that yet, but but one day we'll do it. Um, but yeah, so it was kind of, it started with planning their wedding. And theirs was the, the first time I sat behind a microphone was an episode that will never air. Um, but it was with Allie and Josh and we talked about planning a wedding and talked about how Enjoy the Sass came to be. And yeah, and here we are three years later. Wow. <laughs> Enjoy the I Sass. absolutely I absolutely love it. That yeah. is a cool story. And I love Thanks. the name. And it fits yeah. you so perfectly. Oh, thank you. It's fun. I definitely have a good time with it. So yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, Angela, so I'm cool. so grateful to have you on here. And I told you in the text, so I won't lie to you. Um, the last thing I always like to do to close out an episode mm-hmm. is to talk about what you're reading, what you're listening to, and then stuff that you're doing for fun. And usually I try and relate it to the season that we're in. So we'll run those things down. If you have anything um, that you want to share, do you like to read yeah. book, fiction, nonfiction? What are you, what's on your book pile these days? Yeah. So I did do some hardcore studying just with all the projects I'm on and about just kind of the, I studied movements over time Mm -hmm. and like what, what is the common thread? And I was told by someone to read this book called Cascades and it was done written by a gentleman that, you know, he kind of, he did, he, he compared all these big movements around the world over time. And like, what do they all have in common? And what he found was it's when people have shared beliefs and things they agree on that inspire them. So Mm. I think, you know, when it comes to like purity culture, right. I think someone's much more motivated to wait if they say, Hey, it's going to be so romantic. And like, Da, 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 versus like you're gonna get herpes like you know what I mean oh. it's like how can we, yeah how yeah. can we like I think it was so interesting for me just to learn how movements yeah. over time wow. like people are how are human beings moved like they're much more yeah. moved by inspiration and and all that wow. and love and light yeah. and so that was really a good book if you just want to yeah. kind of it's like a psychology ish kind of book okay. Um, my husband's all into a lot of human performance um, podcasts like Tim Ferriss okay. and yep. loves yep. to create routines. And so our home, it's like this little, little oasis we've built where we're always like trying to improve our sleep and all that. So we're very into listening to just health and, and nutrition kind of stuff yeah. as well. Okay. Tim Ferriss is, is, has a lot of good ones. So yeah. Yeah, I've those are too recent. And then we've kind of gotten into the habit through COVID to watch just different Netflix shows. Yeah. I'm like, we got to tame this down here. <laughs> I um, know. It's, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, the same way. I loved Emily in Paris. Carson wouldn't watch that with me, but I really <laughs> like that one. It That's was very cute. girly. It was cute. Yeah. No, it was um, a cute show. But like Blacklist, we've seen a few. Okay. Of. That's a pretty yeah. intense show. There's a lot of. Yeah. A lot of killing. I'm like, ooh, this is kind of dark. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. we've what else do we watch? Gosh, there's so many. Yeah. There's so many shows. <laughs> I, I know. can't even I think right like, now. Oh no, totally. So um, do you like to read books or are you an audiobook person? I'd say both. I did just read a book in the human performance kind of um lane 
a few days ago, actually. It was a short book, but it was on distractions. And Mm. I kind of am looking at my habits. And I do think the biggest distraction for me in the day is social media. So I think, so I asked Carson, I said, Hey, do you have a second cell phone? Like, you know how we all have our old phones and they still work, but we just don't want to use them. So I think (laughs) I'm going to try something out. I'm going to try to take social media apps off my main phone and I'm only going to put it and I'm going to upload them because the internet still works on the other phone. And so just use that, those, that phone for when I need to upload social media. So it's almost like I have a social media phone. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe you need to activate it, but maybe it's worth it. Like I just, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. To just Keep take that separate. scrolling off. Yeah. That's, yeah. So wow. I, I think that was pretty eye-opening. And, you know, the Wall Street Journal actually last week just came out with a new study on Instagram and just mental health and social media. And I really think, like, I think our world, it's kind of like we've all been introduced to candy and maybe we're realizing, <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. like, this is not yeah. – like how do we how do we manage this? So right, um, right. So I think for me that is definitely one of the things that I need to keep working on. You know? No, I'm I'm with you. I, I think that daily. I have set up like different times of the day when I don't get any notifications, um, and that has like majorly helped me with like not being on my phone in general as much. So I definitely want to check out that book on distractions. Is it called distractions yeah. or what's oh, it called? Gosh, Do you know? What is the name? You know what? I, I really don't. Cause it was, it was on, um, that's terrible. I don't know the name of it. Was it, did you listen to it or you read it? So I was in, I think it, Oh, it's called indistractable indistractable okay i'll put it in the yeah in the notes because i want to read that and the other one too destructible awesome yeah i will definitely put that in the in the notes for everybody so we can all start working on our screen time <laughs> because yeah. lord knows i need to work on that for sure um so do you like to listen to music are is there anything lately that you've been listening to um, so Bieber has been alive and well in this household, his newest okay. album. Yeah. And I know yeah, that I may it. sound kind of funny, but like his no. new album is incredible. Yeah. And we also, Carson just saw him in concert at a ministry event. Like he at played summit. at this. Yes. He played at yeah. one day LA and yeah. Carson was just so impressed with him as an artist, yeah. but we love like, um, you know, country, we love pop, we love a little bit of hip hop, you know, we, yeah, we yeah. like to have fun. I yeah. mean, we kind of like everything. So yeah, no, just I'm, not I'm, the same way. I'm not, I'm not a rock girl. I don't know. I just yeah. can't get into yeah. that, but, no, I get um, it. but yeah. And then I love worship music. Honestly, yeah. it's crazy how much it like changes your mindset. I oh, think yeah. like Bethel and, mm-hmm. um, Jesus culture, like I love listening to to them. They're amazing. Yeah, yeah. Do you listen to Maverick City at all? No, but it sounds like I oh. should. Oh, girl. Oh, it'll change. Really? Your life. Oh my oh, okay. god. I'm all right. I'm, I'm gonna send you like some of my favorite songs after this. Yes. I'll send you some of my favorite songs. They're so okay, good. Perfect. Oh my gosh, so good. And 
um, Chandler Moore, who's part of Maverick City, was at One Day LA. Actually, he and oh, the Beebs yes. did some did some stuff together. Okay, he's, okay. I think he's on his like little Christian EP thing that he did. Um, That's epic. Yeah, so definitely check out Map City. And for the listeners, if you don't listen to Maverick City, it'll change your life. I've okay. been listening to worship music. Like I put it on when I'm going to bed. I listen all the time, obviously, but when I'm going to bed and it has just changed the way that I sleep, which is such a silly wow. like thing to think about. But it has because I'm a terrible sleeper. My listeners know, but I'm like so bad at sleeping that I was like, you know what? If I can do anything so simple, just put on worship music, set a little sleep timer so it'll just turn off as I fall asleep. And it's it's a game changer. It's a game okay. changer. I definitely recommend it. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to start doing it. that. Yeah. And it, I don't know where tips. I love it. It's so good. It's so good. Um, last thing it's we're, we live in Texas, so it's hot. Mm-hmm. It's like 90 degrees today and yeah. it's almost October. So, you know, it's quote fall, but it's not really, but yeah. we're going to talk about it. Like it's like, it's, you know, we could go to a pumpkin patch tomorrow and like wear a knit sweater. Um, yeah. what is your favorite thing? Like transitioning into fall? What's your favorite fall thing that you like to do? Oh my goodness. I love walks outside because yes. they are bearable in yes. Texas, which I know. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is still hot here, but um, it is, it, I can feel it get, getting lower. Yes. yes. That is a positive. But, um, my husband and I have started this new little routine where we're like getting coffee first thing in the morning and we're just walking Dude, and it, the sun is insane and you can oh, just like the sky yeah. looks so pretty. Um, so favorite. I love that, but I also like, I love as a girl, just fall clothes. Like they're Same. super comfy. Oh my yeah, yeah. Just the like legging season, baby. It's coming yes. back. <laughs> yes. It's, we're there. I'm like, I just bought some new, some new booties the other day. I'm yes. like, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Yeah. I pulled out it's a sweater comfy. today and I was like, can I do it? I can't. It's too hot. Thank goodness. <laughs> I, I did not. It was way too hot. It was way too yeah. hot to wear a sweater today, but I love, Oh, I, I'm like, I, also I got, ride I, ball. Yeah, and I got one more that's so random. Yes, but no, I love Brussels it. I love it. Sprout, Brussels sprouts <gasps> are back on the menu. That's oh like my a gosh. thing. <laughs> I didn't even. I like. I love Brussels sprouts. That's something I grew into as an quote adult. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I didn't even think about like the season. But I'm so excited. I love making Brussels sprouts, and I just got an air fryer for Christmas last year, so oh, we're going to yeah. test them out in the air fryer. I can't wait for that. Oh my gosh, oh, air fryer that. is a part of my daily routine. It's changed oh, my life. Same, same. You put anything <laughs> in there. It's the yeah, best. Yeah, you really like, can. the sad thing about, we're like adults. If you don't like, have an adult. air fryer, like, you're not living. You're really, not living your whole though. life. No, you really aren't. Uh-uh. It's honestly my favorite. You put anything in there. Chicken nuggets. Yep. Yeah, anything. Chips? Like you can my parents re re like fresh their chips in their air fryer, like go from like stale <laughs> to fresh. I'm like, I would never have thought of that, but I love an That's air fryer. Incredible. Oh, yeah. I was like, this is a mandatory thing that I have to have. Yes. So I was very grateful when I got one for Christmas. What kind of air but, what what brand do you have? Um, what is it? Let me think. It's a it's called Go Wise. I, okay. It's probably from Amazon. If I had to guess, it's from Amazon. 
Okay, yeah. I'm at or Bed Bath and Beyond. Those are my mom's like two places. <laughs> so yeah. it's probably yeah. one of the two of those. But yeah, it's great. I love it. That's I haven't made any desserts in there yet. That's like one of my next things to Ooh, try. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We do a lot yeah. of those. Which kind do you have? <laughs> we have a cuisine art. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cuisine art. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's just life changing. And we cut up sweet potatoes and do sweet potato <gasps> fries all the time. Yes. I did that and last week. Yeah. Just anything and everything. So clearly yes. we're both on the same train here. The air fry. I'm going to go make it. some in the air fryer after this. I know. Honestly, <laughs> I'm like, it's dinner time. Um, dinner. We're going to go eat. I love yeah. it. I love it so much. Well, we'll wrap it up there with the air fryer talk. I love it so much. Angela, thank you so much for being on my podcast. I'm honestly so honored to have you, oh, have you on here. Thank you this for was having amazing. me. Thank oh you for gosh. having me so much. And yeah, I'm, I hopefully I can have you on mine. We'll just do a little swap. So hey, I love it. I love it. I can't wait to see everything to come. Y'all go follow Angela. What's your Instagram? It is official a Blair. Perfect. Official okay. A Blair. Yeah, Angela awesome. Blair was taken and oh. I'm newlywed. So I was like, all right, I'm a new <laughs> newbie to this Blair last like, name. You so can I have just, it. You can I have literally it. spent like an hour trying to find one that made sense. I was like, oh my gosh. Forget That's it. That's hilarious. Forget it. I love it. Well, yeah. go follow Angela. Um, and I'll put all of her links to her to her LinkedIn bio and her um, all the jewelry and everything. And then everybody stay tuned for her podcast. We'll post about it when it comes out in hopefully like less than a month. Right. Yeah. 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 It's so exciting. I love it. I'm so excited to hear it and, and see everything to come and it's just going to be great. And I've loved getting to know just a little bit more about you even just Thanks. like as your friend. So yes. <laughs> yeah, we need to hang soon for sure. Yes, we definitely so. do. I posted on my Instagram story right before this, when we recorded that, when we were starting to record, I said, I'm kind of nervous. We haven't even like gone to go have coffee yet. So this feels like, yeah. like a first date without, you know, yeah. like kind of like a blind first date. So I love it. I'm so excited to get to watch everything that you do and to get to know you more. And for everybody to just go and show some love to all the things that you're doing because they're all super amazing. So thank you so, so much. Thank you, Faith. Thank you. All right, you guys, that's it for my conversation with Angela. I appreciate her so much. I appreciate you guys. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Bye.